0: Evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Outpost Frequencies brought to you by thelastmovieoutpost.com for all of your movie news, reviews, and everything cool about film. We are going to be having an interesting discussion this evening. I am your host, not George Lucas, and with me, as always, is Yoda. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. We're on the right side of the world this time. Well, yeah, I guess Jordan it is goes-
1: two minutes after noon,
0: so I guess technically <laughs> it is afternoon. Um, but, you know, whatever. Um, Sean, Sean unfortunately can't make it this week, but he's being replaced by our regular step-in, Eggy. <laughs> Super sub. Hello. <laughs> how are we How are we all doing, first of all?
2: Good. Good, good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm all good. I would just want to say that um, good luck to Sean today, who's just come out of the closet and is attending his first <laughs> gay pride march. So, well done, you. I hope he got the
0: t-shirt we sent him. Um,
1: How many <laughs> colors here, are I on it? That. I mean, did you just do the rainbow flag? Because that's oppressive now. You have to add in oh, the pinks and the browns. There's several rainbows on there. And apparently, being black is a kink now. So, you got to be... I, I don't understand it all. I can't keep up, Um, but...
0: We'll we'll ask Sean about it next week when he comes back. I'm sure he's going to love it. Okay. Um, Okay, now
1: I got to bring this up. I just was going through my phone. I get, you know, notifications on my phone. Now, the Paramount logo for Paramount Plus has changed to rainbow. And so when I look at the top, I see the little rainbow Paramount. So I swipe it down to look at the full notification. The full notification says, Evil is back.
3: (laughs) I'm not, I'm not
1: kidding, guys. This is not a joke. It actually said that. Now, there's a show that they have called Evil, and it's it's what they're doing. But, you know, this is what I saw. Here's the rainbow logo with Paramount. Swipe it down, and the first three words are, Evil is back.
0: I I've got Didn't take that I'm, through, guys. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed with the whole Pride Month because I'm waiting for Lust Month, and it still hasn't come along yet. Well, there, so. are, there are a lot of deadly sins we have to get through here, man, so... I do like the fact that there's only seven Deadly Sins with 12 months, so I'm going to do Greed, like, on a number of months.
1: Well, um, yeah, that would
0: that would track. <laughs> greed would have the most months, yeah. wouldn't it? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Mine, um, mine. So no, I don't want
1: February. I want March. <laughs> <laughs> I want
0: March as well, yeah. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the news, first of all. Now, one piece of news which was quite interesting this week was the re-release, the successful re-release of Morbius in the cinemas. So... What basically happened was the team at Sony thought that because a couple of memes went up of people saying how great Morbius was which if they stopped to read them wasn't the case so they thought oh there's memes going up and Morbius is trending we should re-release it into the cinemas and basically what happened is they released it into about a thousand cinemas and each of the the cinemas made roughly about $270 each (laughs) (laughs) How narcissistic do you have to be to just sort of? It, I mean, somebody must have literally looked at it and gone, "Morbius is trending." Got an idea, right? Let's get it back in the cinemas. But that's the going fees, to cost like 000, thousands of dollars. Doesn't matter. Do it. I saw. I saw. I saw it trending on once. So, <laughs> I reckon fifty percent of those
2: tickets sales with Jared Leto, <laughs> just <laughs> going, to, going to watch himself. The the inc- no, just the the, tickets.
1: the incompetence is breathtaking i I mean you you've got to just be an amazing level of stupid like a black belt in retard to to think that that <laughs> is a way to go i i don't i I mean I don't know how you look at
0: what's going on there and think oh yeah this this makes sense I mean with it, yes, some things do trend and stuff i mean you if you still go on Twitter, there are people who and there are still people there that are sort of going about restore the verse and that kind of thing, which, you know, there is a possibility that that might happen. But, I mean, just to see a few tweets and think to yourself, or a bit on social media and think to yourself, oh, yeah, the film needs re-releasing. That's just, uh, that's especially in the cinemas, fine, put it back on on your streaming platform or something, but not out to the cinemas again. Well,
1: I I, say, I mean, I know it's digital and everything, but they still have to pay to use those screens again somehow so I mean I don't think it covered the cost of re-releasing it I can't imagine
0: it's um like i say it's a it's a uh, yeah i mean um if if you saw the article that we put up i did make a little video about it because it completely reminded me of the scene in holy grail where they're sort of going we found a way to make me burner and it was just kind of oh we saw a meme can we release them thingy again and it it just immediately stuck in my head that's kind of how it panned out because nobody in their right mind would have just released it on on a whim but apparently that's kind of what they
2: did just
0: shows you how out of touch they are
1: with everything, doesn't it? They are dying to make Morbius a thing,
2: and it's not going to be a thing.
0: I can't believe that you think that people in Hollywood are out of touch. My goodness. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Don't don't steal
1: my jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: So we also had, I mean, this is not really news, but Nev Campbell is out of Scream 6. I mean, Scream 6, again, it's just, I've got a, a person that I know, I'm not going to say a friend anymore, but the person that I know, and he put up, uh, there was also news that Joker may become a second one. There may be a second Joker. And he put up a tweet saying, um, Joker to the search for more money. And I didn't reply to him, but I wanted to say, Scream 6, just dragging it out. Because, <laughs> you know, he's he's actually looking forward to it. And I really? cannot get, yeah, I know. I cannot get my head around why, if I mean, I know he's a Nev Campbell fan and I know he liked the first one, but the sixth one, it's
1: just I, 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 I put dad says, you know, uh, when, when asked for uh, Nev Campbell's reaction at not being in the sixth screen movie, she said, Oh, thank
0: god, <laughs> <laughs> yes. thank, thank Christ. <laughs> oh, it was really worth firing that agent and getting a new one, thank goodness. <laughs> I don't have to do that crap anymore. Um, I mean, she looks like I mean. She's a good-looking woman, don't get me wrong, but she does
1: look like such a mom, and it's like, it looks kind of ridiculous that she's running around in, in these slasher, teen slasher movies at this point, you know, because she was in the first ones, and I'm like, yeah, let it go, let it, let it,
0: it's, to me, it's just kind of, how many times can we see Ghostface running around stabbing people, but that's a stupid question, because we've seen Michael Myers well, do six, it at least. <laughs> You know, um, well, isn't it just, funny
1: it, that the original Scream was all about poking fun at the repetitiveness and the tropes and everything, and yet it's become the thing that it made fun of.
0: But uh, some people say that's kind of like a planned irony, and I'm thinking,
2: mm, no, no I don't plan these things. That's
0: giving far too much credit to to writers. So no, I I'm going to disagree with that. I mean, I thought Five was oh, Five was all right. It just,
1: it was basically one. Yeah. And one is good. And he's like, okay, this, you know, it's, it's, it's a copy of a copy. It's like, it's fine. It looks good. It's nice. It's, it's got some good moments. I enjoyed it, but nothing to write home home about.
0: Going back to the old days of photocopying, the more you photocopy a photocopy, the worse it gets. The
1: worse it gets. And, and it's like. I don't know. I mean, you're just not bringing anything new to the table, I guess.
0: Exactly. It's just,
2: is again, it's a, just... Is there ever a... Sorry, Joel, Is there ever a slasher horror movie that has a successful sequel? I mean, you you mentioned Friday the 13th had millions of them, so it's Halloween. I've only seen Halloween Night, 1. Nightmare on Elm Street
1: number 3 was probably yeah. as good as the first one, almost. Mm. A lot of people I've hold that in high regard. Months. I don't well, think no, it was I better in the first one, but it was certainly it was certainly a quality sequel.
0: I can't think of anything. I can't think of any 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 sequel oh. to a horror slasher that's better than the original. Better than the you original. know they've all. I mean, I don't know, you know jaws, what, jaws Four, man, that's that's a classic. I right. stand corrected. Yeah, no, jaws was. I don't I don't think I've it's actually ever got this, around to watching that. This, the the sharks should, stalked
1: it. the family from uh, <laughs> from uh, the east coast, the northern east coast, to Bermuda. And uh, it roared like oh, a tiger. So you're going to
0: say, like, the middle of, the middle of Texas. <laughs>
1: Look, if it could
0: have. Every now and then so, there's a big truck yourself. that goes past with a big shark tank on the back of it. And it's like sharks going... That's a,
1: that's a source of the one of the funniest lines. It's like, somebody had asked Michael Caine, it's like, did you... Did you even, did you like Jaws 4? Did you like, he says, I like the summer house it built. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> Fair
2: enough. I,
0: I think sometimes with with things like that, like I say, if there's money involved in a lot of it, eh, you know. Eh. <laughs> if, if Disney approached me and said to do a good review of Obi-Wan, if it was enough, I'd do it. I'd sell it in a heartbeat. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> You're the long site, George.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it it, I was like, it,
1: yeah, enough would have to be like, and I never have to work again. I don't think yeah. they're going to give oh, me yeah, that much yeah. money.
0: I'm not talking about like a bunch of Kit Kats. I'm talking about like, you know. So we, we've of, established you know, you're yourself. a whore.
1: Now we're just haggling on price.
0: Right? Yeah. yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Um, now, something di- amazing did happen in the news this week. It wasn't really movie related, but it turns out that Johnny Depp won an argument against a woman. Um, which I mean did cost him millions of dollars and several lawyers to do but he, he won an argument uh, which gives us hope for for all men
1: <laughs> I, I'm not sure it does actually <laughs> considering the, I don't have that kind of resources so I don't think well, I'm ever going to win you
0: take some of the pressure off then put it that way <laughs>
2: Did anyone watch the? Did anyone watch any bits of the trial? Bits and pieces. I watched. I watched Aussie
1: Man reviews watching bits of the trial. That's what I watched him him taking a taking a go at him. So that's that's what I mean. It's just to me, it's I, I get it from a justice standpoint that Believe All Women is now dead. And that kind yeah. of thing, because, you know, it's got to be believe the truth, you know, it can't be just automatically men because I hear them saying, well, this is a setback for victims. It's like, are you saying that only women can be victims? You know, yeah. it's like, you know, we're all humans and we we can all be pretty shitty to each other, regardless of gender, race and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I think, though, that my it, you guys watch my news, I assume. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. that. I am absolutely correct that that is the only thing I'll be remembered for—is a turd.
0: No, our her name's heard. You mis—you you're mispronouncing that. I it's, don't think I it's am heard. <laughs> I don't think that I is am. The, I mean, just the the problem. It, it's kind of. I think we're going to come on and talk about this later. That I mean, basically, the problem in this world is is that most people seem to do their dawn, dirty laundry in the press.
2: Literally. <laughs> yeah. Literally, their case. <laughs>
0: I
1: I said I I know you were mad that you missed this one, but we use it wasn't. anyway. She flushed her career down the
2: toilet. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I did, that was I did, I enjoyed writing that article. I don't know what happened. I just the puns just. <laughs> you were, you were like, was, oh my god, it was right there.
1: How did I miss that one? <laughs>
2: yeah, I had to take out some British ones as well because obviously the audience wouldn't have got most of them. So, but it, yeah, there were some classics in there. It was, it was a good, good fun article to write that one. But I got sucked in. I got sucked into the trial. The, like towards the last two or three days, closing arguments. I was like, "This is actually quite good viewing." I'd obviously rather watch the uh, the Maxwell case unfolding, but this was good TV. Well, I mean, yeah, it's De- funny. De- 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 one one was televised one, wasn't?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Depp is a piece of shit and I'm not yep. you know I'm not like going hey Depp is amazing and all that kind of stuff I mean I I heard the violence he called for when Trump was in office and things yep. like that yep. and he he runs his mouth he's he's just as bad the only question for me was did he hit her or not it appeared that he mm-hmm. did not and was justice served because the justice being served equally is the important thing for all of us right that you know Amber Heard did not get away with lying about um, yeah. domestic abuse, and that's that's the important. That's the only thing that's important to me in this trial. The rest of it is just
2: nonsense. Mm. But did you see that it was trending at a couple of days back on Twitter that apparently I think I wrote an article about her scenes being cut from Aquaman and her being replaced altogether. Apparently, they've actually put in an extra 10 minutes of her in Aquaman 2. Someone's leaked uh, information for the test screening, and she had 10 minutes pre-trial, and now it's ramped up to 20. So now everyone's going boycott Aquaman 2. The problem is, is
0: Warner Brothers, it's like the whole thing, and I mean, we can mention Ezra Miller at the same time here, because, I mean, again, he's in more trouble. But, I mean, how much money have they sunk into Aquaman 2 and The Flash? You know, it could be in the region of a $100 million, maybe more. If you've put that much money into a, into something, you have got to scrape some of it back. You know, I mean, well, they, they can't just scrap it. They can't scrap a $100 million. No, but they could recast
1: <laughs> and reshoot uh Herd scenes, Mirror scenes. They could do that. Look, like, if they could take Sonic and completely redo all the special effects and get rid of that that horrific monster sonic and put in a sonic that everybody liked i mean that was not that was not cheap to do that no and they got it done and it paid off so i mean i think they should take a lesson from that clearly the public the public outcry right now is against herd Hmm. she is not you know everybody was for i mean if you look at the polls or whatever you want to look on it's it's far more in favor of depth than it was of herd i think she's you know, literally her career is done. And I think that they need to I i think it's worth the cost of getting a, a name actress in there, putting her in the mirror suit, and just resuiting those scenes with Momoa, paying him mm-hmm. and getting it done because I think people would respond to that. And You know who's a good actor who could fill in for her? Johnny Depp. <laughs> um <laughs> He really has to turn up that whole swishy sparrow thing, then they uh No, I mean, that would be hilarious, actually. I would go see that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That is the way they would make their money back. You know, if they put Johnny Depp in in replacement of Amber Heard, then, yeah, that's that they. I think if they
1: recast her, I think they recast her. It's basically saying we're listening to the people, we're listening to the, the public sentiment. And people will appreciate that. And I think it's not quite the same as Sonic. Obviously, there was no criminal defamation. A trial went on with that. But it's still, I, I think it has some of the same earmarks of, you know, you're listening to the people. If people don't like this, you're going to make the change. People will come back. Because Aquaman on its own did quite well. So I think there is people want to see it. But mm. I don't know. I, that's
0: That's my guess. It's, it's kind of weird that over here in the UK, we've got lots of, I want to say like game shows and stuff. There's, you know, there's stuff that's on. But most of the time now, they don't have um, ordinary people. It's always kind of like a celebrity-based one. It's yeah, always celebrities. Yeah. But I always think to myself that they do that to save themselves the hassle of picking normies, no offense, Yoda, uh, <laughs> your, <laughs> normies, who... You know, could come on screen and go on live TV and you know shout kinds of all kinds of stuff. If they've got somebody who knows the industry, like a like you say, like a some dealer celebrity, at least they can keep tabs on them. But it kind of seems now that Warner Brothers are in a situation where they can't even trust <laughs> their own people. You know, they've cast Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller in The Flash, and everybody's really excited to see it because Michael Keaton's back and everything else and blah blah. blah. But yet. You know, he just seems to go from one disaster to another. And with that movie, I mean, recasting it now from what we understand, yeah, it's, it's, it would cost absolutely millions and millions of dollars to do. Yeah, it's a little bit right. different
1: with a supporting Ke- – I mean, I guess they did it with Kevin Spacey in that one movie about uh, John Paul Getty. Oh, yeah. Didn't he get ah, replaced he by Christopher Plummer? They got
0: Christopher That's Plummer. That's right, yeah. yeah. All the so... money in the world, yeah.
1: I don't know. I mean, you—it's a crapshoot, right? You could yeah. you could spend the money and hopefully recoup your investment because you won't have the backlash. But it's possible that it's just too tainted, and it won't matter. I think for a, a supporting cast member like Amber Heard, that's fine. For the Flash, you're pretty much reshooting the entire effing movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know if that's. I mean, you get some dude in a green screen and they just insert him everywhere. I, I don't <laughs> think it would work, you know, so you're going to have to actually build sets and bring the actors back, and I just don't think that's going to be
0: possible. So I think they're stuck with The Flash. I bet somebody I, I, think Brothers, I, don't, think it was, I don't think I was it was say, it I, bet like somebody, I bet somebody at Warner Brothers has actually gone, do we need The Flash in The Flash movie? Wow. When I mean, we so got I to mean...
1: Batman... That should be good enough.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a hundred million? They pumped a hundred million into it. The film's already tainted before it even comes out. Then they've got to spend additional money on PR and marketing and the whole red carpet thing. I think they're going to cut their losses. This uh, David Zaslav doesn't seem to be mucking about. I think mm. they're just going to write it off. How
1: did Ezra Miller become a thing? Like all of a sudden, he's he's in Justice I, I, League, he's in Harry no, Potter. No. I'm like, <laughs> well, maybe, but I mean, I'm like going. I I mean, does he have some sort of it factor that I'm not seeing? What What was no, his breakout role? Some
0: people. It's it's the same with some people. It's like Amy Schumer. I I cannot understand how she's making movies. I, like I say, I well, don't she's not making money now. <laughs> well, no, but she's still been the star of a few movies, and I just keep thinking, really, What you know, who thought she's quite funny? We should put her in a
2: movie. I I, I don't get it. I was reading some news today, apparently uh, Ezra Miller and that girl, what if she's called Long Long Eyes or something, isn't it? Uh, they have actually officially gone missing now. Grief. Actually gone missing. So I, I mean,
1: you want to yeah. talk about... I i mean, that, there's no way that guy can be... He, he, he must be like off his meds or something. I mean, there is a difference between being just a complete and utter narcissist and douchebag like Amber Heard Who's, you know, I mean I, I just think she's just a bad person. But Ezra Miller, I mean, his his self destruction seems to go layers beyond that. And I don't understand his his what's going on I've, in his I've, head.
0: I've always said it's a bit like um, what's his name, Justin Bieber, how he was discovered on YouTube and then this fame was thrust upon him. And, I mean, he's been through, I mean, obviously not anything is. you know, I'm not alleging he's been through anything like um, Ezra Miller, but, I mean, he went completely goo goo and, you know, he, he, there was news articles of him doing this. And the same with Britney Spears as well, that you've had these people that have had this fame thrust upon them and they just can't mm. deal with it. You know, if you're suddenly struck into the public eye... You, it does change everything for you. you. Your life will never be the same again. And I mean, we don't know what it's like to have paparazzi capped outside your house and literally going through your trash. Not defined. yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As yeah. soon as this, as soon as this live stream takes off in the next 20 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They can stay outside my retirement home, that's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, we got a colostomy you know, bag. Oh Jesus, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with it, like I say, you don't you can't we can't understand what kind what fame can do to a person in that respect. That it just it like with Ezra, it must have just sent him a bit funny.
1: Well, I, I think, think there was already, funny anyway. yeah, I think there's obviously something yeah. underlying there already, but you know, like I see him in the flash and I, I don't know. I mean, I, he's not like the take I would have on the flash, but in general, he was, he was reasonably okay in the, in the justice league movie. I had no real issues with him. I, I didn't like the suit and, you know, minor things like that, but as far as the way he acted in it, I didn't think it was so bad.
0: Um, but I he was I mean, very good when he talk about Kevin he was he was brilliant in that well maybe Absolutely. that's
1: maybe it was these indie movies wasn't he in that the perks of being a wallflower or something like that was that the one he was in oh possibly I, I don't know there there was maybe he had some breakout indie roles that got him into these these big temples but yeah you see him on the red carpet or you see him you know wearing like you know
0: inflatable trash bags and things like that I just it's like there's always something wrong. I always think when you see like the mu- movie and the music awards, and some people, I mean, off the top of my head, I don't know, Mickey Manjo, wherever she's called, she's always wearing the most
2: ridiculous <laughs> outfit. Mickey I don't know what Manjo. she's called. I know you but, mean though.
0: But I mean, with us, thank you, um, Minga. <laughs> I was going for, um, <laughs> but I mean, with it, and I think to myself, the more flamboyant you've got to be, the worse your music's got to be. You know that it's just kind of if you've got to draw that much attention to yourself, then there's there's got to be a reason for that. Is the way I always see it. And the same with Ezra Miller. Like I say, whenever I see him dressed up, I just keep thinking, right, what are you trying to convince people of? Because obviously, you know, you're not quite happy you're in your own skin. Yeah, you know, and ugh. well, I'll
2: tell you the problem is they're spoiled and they're pampered. I mean, you obviously had the same thing with Shia LaBeouf a few years back or several years yeah. back. He went completely off the. The problem is these people do what they want and they get away with it because people are terrified of getting sued if they give them a right-hander. I mean, let's be honest, if someone spat in your face, it'd it'd have to be spoon-fed for the next couple of weeks because you wouldn't be able to eat. So he's spat in, what, three people? Miller spat in three people's faces (laughs) by now? Well, I mean... He wouldn't be walking. He but shouldn't be allowed to. You know, you have
1: his knee caps. You're right. It should be, and I think there is some truth to what you say. But then there's the flip side. It's like you could make a wrong tweet, and your career is over forever. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, look yeah. at look how quickly Kevin Spacey's career died a horrible death. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it's if if it's the the right or the wrong thing, the one thing, the thing that people apparently say is the important thing, whether it is or not. Your career could be dust just like that. I I mean, I think Hertz is going to be dust. Probably Miller's is going to be dust. Um, Because, I mean, even if it isn't like the big moral outrage like we see over stupid tweets and things like that, Mm. I don't think anybody's going to want to work with him anymore. So I don't work with that guy. He's He's a nightmare. You know, look what, you know, when it comes down to the money, they're like, well, we're done. He yeah. may get little roles in some shows or some streaming or something like that, but, I mean, right now, he's he's going to be radioactive just because somebody's going to want to work with a nutball that could tank your project. Some well, of, especially yeah, after related. the grooming
2: applications.
0: Well, not just that, but also I was just suddenly thinking that, you know, you had somebody like um, Bill Cosby who, you know, went through yep. – all these allegations and, and rape and everything else. And yet now he seems to be having a TV series that's going to be made about him and whatnot. And again, yeah. with people like Miller and stuff, it's, you know, oh, yeah, but he's so weird and everything else. Let's make a TV program about him. So,
1: yeah, Cosby, they tossed all the charges and let him out because of some weird legal technicality or something.
0: Yeah. And he's pushing, yeah, he he's pushing 90
1: that. now. So I'm like, on,
2: I, I don't know. What do we do? He's um, got the. Uh, I reckon he was going to sing like a bird. I reckon he must have dirt on other people that are part of the same thing.
1: Maybe I don't know. I mean, that was that it was, was. probably that was the biggest gut punch to me was Bill Cosby because Bill Cosby was always so. I do not say squeaky clean, but he, you know, he seemed to hold himself up, and he and he spoke out about, you know. The, the black culture holding themselves up to better standards and everything. And he had that, I loved his old show because it showed a, a, yeah. a, a very successful black family that was not, yeah. that, that mm-hmm. was holding themselves up to higher standards and everything. And, and were like any other family it was a great show. And it, I think it brought people together in a lot of ways. And then to, to find out about all this, it's like, you know, like Ezra Miller, like, okay, who gives a fuck Amber heard who gives a fuck. Right. Yeah. But Bill Cosby, that was like, Oh, come on, man. Yeah,
0: not to quote Joe Biden. My favorite meme of that was a picture of Bill Cosby and Ice Cube, Ice T, no, Ice Cube, I think it was. And it said, if we told you that 20 years later, one of these people would be in jail for rape and the other one was making family comedies, you know, which way round would you think it was? (laughs) You know, and like I say, you know, that's that's kind of a point, actually, because like with Ice Cube, I watched the movie straight out of Compton. Um, about mm-hmm. them growing up and everything else and whatnot and you know it was it was a rough old life and yet now you do see him making family comedies and kind of I don't want to say like he's sold out but to me he's kind of gone the other way that you know he was raised on all these rough streets and everything else and he should be playing sort of like you know these badass characters and stuff but he's, he's completely gone against it the same with the whole Dr. Dre as well that you know Beats headphones are what three or four hundred quid or whatever so he's obviously making an absolute mint off them and it's kind of you know, he, they've, they just seem to forget their roots, either in a good way or a bad way. Yeah,
1: yeah I don't know. That's, that's a good course. question, George. I mean, is that bad that he's doing family movies instead of, you know,
0: gangbangers, uh, gangbangs gang Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, just, I'm, yeah. It's kind of it, it's, it's weird. Like. Like Snoop Dogg's a lost cause. He's not a guy that's going to be making a family movie. But you know, some of these other guys, I don't know. Maybe I, I, am I'm, I'm not sure. It's, it's a thing. Is it a bad thing? Is it a good thing? I, I'm, I don't know. I don't it's know. Just weird. Yeah, you're right. It's weird. It's, it's It's an interesting observation, but I'm not sure what to make of it.
0: We'll save that for another live stream. Oh, goddamn, no goddamn, when, when we're all a lot drunker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Yoda's way ahead of us at the moment, but um, <laughs> just to get through the day. Um, so, speaking of grumpy old men, nice segue there. Uh, we're, um I've I've been accused of being quite down on Obi One um, on on a few places. Twitter, in particular, is is called me out on a, on a few places, saying about how I've been promoting hate towards obi-wan and ruining it for other fans and it's it's i don't think
1: obi-wan kenobi is not an oppressed class okay it's a fucking streaming (laughs) show
0: shut up but with it but with it it is i i kind of don't want to say that i'm a miserable old git although i do know in some respects i am a miserable old git but to me the show is just not very good no i'm it's not like i'm hating on it just for the sake of hating on it it's just, it's not very good. It's not very well written, and it is, and, and so I put my thoughts out there to say, this show is not very good. Does that make us then, because um, Yoda, you had the same with, well, not the same, but I mean, your views on Ms. Marvel. S-
1: similar. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I watched the first episode of Miss Marvel, and I was like, it was, it was bland. It was a thing. It was a nothing. I mean, it was. I mean, there was just was nothing there. about it. Yeah, it was there. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't completely awful. Um, the animation in the background, you know, kind of like because she draws and everything, was well, it was kind of cute. Because they don't, they usually do that at the end credits and not in the middle of the show. And so it kind of reminded me of a little bit of Better Off Dead, where you know you get the cartoon stuff happening in the middle of it, mm-hmm. but this was much more woven in like it would be on the back of buildings as they were driving by on bikes and things like that it's just there was nothing there that stood out to me i mean if it's supposed to be a big muslim family you know there was nothing inherently like it had the trappings of a muslim family like the the barest most superficial things but in the end it could have been a christian family where you know the same kind of things happen with you know, mothers and daughters and fathers and daughters and sons. So, you know, it could have been the same basic thing. Whereas we know that Islamic families, there's, is, there are some really stark differences that they could choose to address, but they don't, they don't really go into it. Now, not all, I get it. Not all, but I'm just saying that there is probably an interesting story there about the clash of cultures that we're seeing in real life that they don't bother to go into. So, you're left with this piece of unbuttered white bread. It's like, well, it's, it fills you up, but there's nothing that memorable about it's,
0: it. It's it's kind of a very delicate balance for them because on the one hand, they want to get Muslim viewers because the more people that get to sign up to Disney Plus, the better. But at the same time, like you say, touching on issues that may arise may may arise in a Muslim family then is kind of controversial and they kinda don't want to do that, you know, because it's it's just a kid's show. Well, yeah, I
1: mean I get it. They're not gonna do that on a kid's show and they want to promote, you know, understanding and if they're like this, they're kinda like us, so maybe we won't hate them and yeah, I get all that. Mm. But the problem is is that not that is not necessarily I mean for some, yes, of course. Probably the majority in America, as opposed to what's going on in Europe, but it's not it's not exactly accurate to what some of the problems are in the Islamic community that should be addressed. You know, Um, Hmm. if you've got Rottingham and rape gangs and what happened on new year's Eve and in Cologne and and those kinds of things, I mean, that's something that it would be interesting. It should be addressed. Is she, you know, if women are that oppressed in Muslim societies, we should see that, but we just see it like, like an American teenager and her parents are just kind of tough on her. Uh, so you just made them, you just did a story about white people and just made them brown. Well, what's, what's interesting about that? You know, mm. I would like to see the, the highlight, the differences. And that would help me get an understanding of why, you know, some of the, some of the Islamics maybe go too far. They could, they could address that. Maybe they have a, another family that is really too fundamentalist and, and is, is, Pulling her into things, you know, and they're dangerous where the good Muslims are trying to push against that. They want the freedom. And, you know, there are sex that that
0: which which may happen. But, but well, yeah, it's episode one. It is, one. Disney. It is yeah.
1: Disney. So I just it's... don't see that happening. I see it being a light fluff. And, OK, it's light and fluffy. That's fine. I mean, they did a lot with things like Hannah Montana and, you know, Icar, all yeah. that stuff that happened. And that's for kids. And you don't want to get too deep into this. Okay, I'm not – I'm not I, – I guess I'm talking about this from my standpoint because we were saying, why are we grumpy about everything? I'm talking about this. Is this made for me? Probably not.
2: No. Yeah. So I was going to say, I, you know, we are grumpy old men, but that show ain't made for us.
0: No. I, I do I do like the fact that I try to watch – Each movie or TV show are for the audience it was made. So, I mean, like this week, um, for some strange reason, we had an 80s week. um, And so I watched Labyrinth again uh, with Jennifer Connelly and then also Neverending Story and then Weekend at Bernie's, um, which I haven't seen forever. But anyway, but I mean, Labyrinth is a kid's movie. You know, it was a kid's fantasy movie. Now, obviously, I saw it when I was a kid. I had quite the crush on Jennifer Gondy when I was when I was younger. But, I mean... You still do, mate, like, if
2: you see Maverick.
0: Oh, man, she, she gets enough, better think, with age. Like, How does that happen? Oh, like a fine wine. Oh, um, man. But, but with it, it was kind of weird watching, watching it because I thought to myself, yeah, this is a kid's movie, but I'm enjoying it as a kid's movie. Same with NeverEnding Story. You know, it's a kid's <laughs> film, and I was enjoying it as a kid's film. You know, I wasn't going in it with the mindset of, oh, this is going to be like a Serbian film. Oh man, I was really disappointed, (laughs) you know? And with a lot of these shows, like I say that you, you like with Miss Marvel. I mean, it's got no interest to me, but I can kind of sort of see, like you say, it's not aimed for, uh, Mm. you know, guys like us and the younger female demographic between whatever age and whatever age seems to like it, which is fair enough.
2: I'll tell you, I think the problem is though, is as Yoda said, it's, they're not touching on the subjects of the Islamic faith. they are kind of making them like white white people but if they but brown skinned, they've not shown what the difference is between Christian families and Islamic families. So they're not marketing it. So the younger the youngers who's watching how old is it? Twelve, thirteens, fourteens?
1: Yeah, maybe. Not I mean learn
2: anything from that show.
1: I, I will say, I mean that's that's something I'm looking for. Is it appropriate if you're marketing to that age group to to touch mm. on some of those deeper issues? Maybe I, I look at it as more of a missed opportunity, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily wrong or bad or terrible. It just because it didn't do anything you know to push the envelope like that, I just found it uninteresting. That doesn't mean that a 14 year old won't find it interesting
2: yeah but if they're, mar- if they're marketing this is a female muslim superhero which is their big marketing piece then at least start talking about I'm, i haven't watched it i'm not, not going to watch it but at least start addressing what is so significant about well to be
1: fair it's only episode one i think why well, they got eight 10, right, okay. whatever it is so let's 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 be fair about it and give it its chance
0: because maybe it will we don't know let's Let's come back then to Obi Wan because one thing that I did notice in this latest episode, episode four, which you haven't seen, it's spoilers, and it's your own tough luck, and I'm not spoiling anything anyway. It's a load of crap, but <laughs> just to get that out there. <laughs> um, but I mean, spoilers. It's well, a load th- of crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a spoiler really, but that's um, one thing that one thing that did get me about the show was is is the whole then Vader. Now they've again, this is kind of they've built on Hayden Christensen returning, and it's like, hooray, Hayden's back. Remember, Hayden, everybody loves Hayden. Apparently, there are five guys playing Vader. Um, so there's a stunt double, there's a stand in double, there's Hayden, um, there's another guy, and then there's James Earl Jones, right? So the fact that it's Hayden is kind of the only times we've seen Hayden, we think, is in the, in the bank to tank. You know, and it's kind of—is that him? But that's kind it's, of it. Yeah. There, there was one where he thought the tank, isn't
1: he? there was a moment where he saw him standing on a, a ridge or something. Yeah. And, but, in, so in I country, have yeah. a feeling we're going to see some sort of flashback or some sort of force talking to each other, and he'll, you know, because it's, they're in the in the mind thing, he'll look like himself rather than looking like Vader. I, I don't know. I'm,
0: but with the whole episode of Vader this week, I mean, they've kind of taken everything away from Obi-Wan. Now, I understand, yes, he's got PTSD. He's been living in the middle of nowhere. He's got his force powers have gone. He's been just looking over Luke and he's been gutting whatever creature it was he was getting. So I understand he's a bit crappy and, and, and not particularly very good. But now with Vader... He walks in on Reva, who is just literally let Obi-Wan walk off with Leah, which was just, I mean, that was so funny. It wasn't supposed to be, but it was. But then Vader comes in, Force chokes her and says, failure, you know, I will not accept failure again. But he does, because it's like the second time he's let her down. And again, yeah, it's now yeah. just
2: kind of taken everything away from Vader as well. Yeah, because he seems to be content that she's let him go, but he's got a tracker on the ship. It's like, the bloke was there. <laughs> yes. You literally had him there. And
1: yeah, I mean, the, I, the the premise and some of the setups were okay to good to me, you know. Obi-Wan being a broken man doesn't bother me at, no, as, I like it. as far as starting out and all that kind of stuff because of what has happened. But his incompetence bothers me. And his, you know, I mean, even as broken as he is, once he got going and tried to rescue Leia and everything, I mean, his his inability to make a, a decision, and there's a difference between saying we're showing that he's he's lost some confidence or something and just making boneheaded decisions like calling her Leia uh, oh. in front of the stormtroopers and mm. things like that. Or And then some of the setups, like that gate that you could easily walk around
3: <laughs> between
1: yep. two hills. You could walk around the hills. You know, I mean, the whole thing is bizarre. It's like, are you, you know, there, I guess it's like, okay, you had a halfway decent idea. And I'm guessing that the halfway decent idea was for the Kenobi movie, but now they have to take this Kenobi movie and they have to stretch it out to eight episodes or whatever it's going to be. So now you got to put in this filler, these little moments to try to manufacture tension and you you are not paying attention to any of the details so then you end up with this gate that everybody can walk around and nobody and you or or you know these dumb moments you are just shaking your head
0: but you say again there that you're trying to create tension how can you create tension in a prequel where you know who's coming out of it and who's not you know, there's there's no tension there. It's like the bit in the first episode where the Reaver threatens Owen and you're thinking, well, he's going to be all right because I know he's all right. You know, I've seen yeah. him in, in episode four, he's fine. You know, so there's, there's it takes away a lot of that tension because you kind of know what's going to happen. It's the same with this unfolding of Reaver as they've been trying to promote it. And with it, you do think to yourself... At some point in time, I do figure she's going to die, although I don't think Disney are brave enough to kill off a black woman. <laughs> um, but, you know, ultimately, something happens to her, which means we never see her again. Because, you know, when it comes to A New Hope, nobody mentions her. You know, and it's really.
2: Sorry, George, there's rumors that she's getting her own spin off show. Taking taking a pinch of salt, but she ain't getting killed. I wonder
1: what happened to all the Inquisitors.
0: They all yeah. disappear at some point. I mean, I know some of them
2: well, get killed in Rebels, but I, gonna
1: I mean, say, I
0: was going to say she 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 seems to have killed at least one of them off.
1: <laughs> well, that's a weird. That's the weirdest one because he's in Rebels, which is five years after this. After yeah, yeah. that's what I've heard. Um, so I mean, that's the kind he, of details we go. What now? I'm guessing they have well, something up their sleeve, or he's in a back to tank or something, but.
0: The f- yeah, yeah, that's the solution to everything with these modern day Disney things. You know, just stick them in a back to tank and they're okay. Well, yeah, um,
2: you never you never actually see him die, so you soon get stabbed. Um, so they're back.
0: The funny thing is, I've just got to remind myself of the guy's name a minute. But the funny thing is, I did look up because I'm writing a little um, thing on this, and one of the writers who is called Joby uh, 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 Joby Harland. Harold, sorry, J- Joby Harold. Um, I looked him up, and one of the biggest things that he's done was Army of the Dead, which was the Zack Snyder film that came out a year or two ago, yeah, which had absolutely. more plot holes in it than the Grand Canyon. I mean, it was just, it, it, was, it was terribly written. And what, what made me laugh was I remember getting into an argument with somebody on Twitter about the whole end of Army of Darkness uh, or Army of the Dead, um, which again, I'm going to spoil. But the fact that the nuclear bomb is let off in Vegas, which kills all the zombies. There's a man in the safe who manages to survive, get out of the safe with a building on top of him, and then get on a plane to set up a sequel. And I had this argument with somebody on Twitter who was going, it was a tactical nuke. And I'm thinking... I don't care how <laughs> tactical that nuke was. All right, that would have killed everybody, and there's no way he would have he, got out of that. He would have cooked,
2: He would have
1: cooked inside the safe.
0: It
2: yeah, wasn't a tactical nuke then. Does it just <laughs> it, it knows which people to hurt and which? Like, yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, we know we, he's got zombie. He's got him zombie. Him. He's got zombie.
0: Oh no, he's fine. He's got zombie. <laughs> um, Not him. And, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but, but with it, I mean, again, it was when I looked up and he did that. I thought to myself, that kind of makes a lot of sense now. How bad. Obi-Wan is because like I say, the whole last week's episode when Vader starts his fire and then drags Obi Wan through it and then puts the fire out, only for her to reignite it, and then this the slowest robot in the entire universe carry him off. And Vader's just all going, there's fire here now. Shake 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 your fist harder, boy. (laughs) And again, it was just kind of people going, oh, but it's all about the cat, the the, the cat and mouse chase and everything else." I'm thinking, "No, this is bloody stupid." Well, that's the details, isn't him? it? It's the
1: details. Yeah, it's ex- like there's no exactly. way he couldn't get around it. There's no way he couldn't force blow out, you know, a, a section. Which of he it, just did. Which he which just, he just did. did. So yeah, it's like those details is what's what's it, like. Could you have a scene where he confronts Vader? Um, he almost gets killed. He gets rescued at the last second. Sure. You could do that. But the way they did it, it was like you, you ask all kinds of these questions. It's like, but why didn't he do this? Or why did he do X? You got you gotta that's the details I'm talking about. They're not they are not panting down any of those details,
0: so then you go, Oh god, this is stupid. I've seen people on Twitter saying about how great the show is and how it's how it's written incredibly well. And I do think to myself I kind of wish I had roast indie glasses as well because I do want to love it. You know, it is Star Wars, and I do want to love it. But just as a as a a person with an IQ over room temperature, I I can't do that because it's just it's it like you say. If there's going to be massive plots... this isn't a fan film. Remember, I completely understand. That. I've seen a few fan films which have been sort of quite well done, but there's massive. and I'm thinking that's a fan film. That's fine. If you're in charge of this billion dollar franchise you have to get the details absolutely right and they just so they haven't
1: let me ask you george because i would say i would say in your writing and and what i detected basically a tone in your writing that you're having a much more visceral emotional reaction to it than i am i i agree with a lot of the stuff i'm just like I could kind of watch it and some of the things I could kind of enjoy it for what it is. And maybe because I'm dead inside or something, but I just don't, I'm like, I get it. I know what I'm going into. I know this is going to, going to have crap moments, but it doesn't seem to, I, I don't know why it doesn't, you know, cause certainly last Jedi made me angry. Star Trek is still making me angry, but this is not making me angry. And so while I wouldn't give it an amazing score or anything, I wouldn't, you know, defend it any more than, I, like, I, I, I completely agree on all your points. I'm just detecting more of an emotional tone, and I think that's maybe what's coming across, and why you're getting some blowback because emotions beget other emotions, right? Do you think that's? Do you, fair think, that's, do you think, think
0: that's? I would say, yeah, you are you you you're, you're spot on in what you're saying, and I think what I'm what the way I'm talking about it now is in response to some of the blowback that i've i've had about it to me though i started writing a script this week called stands versus fans now we all know what a fan is it's a large metal object which blows wind no um a fan, you're, you're, you know, not, you're not you're not
1: that it... far off actually it doesn't blow wind <laughs> actually,
0: yeah. a lot but of hot I mean, air. There's a, there's a lot of people that are fans of things, but then there are a lot of people who are stands of things. And I mean, back in the day, I, w- I will put my hand up and say I was a stan when it came to Phantom Menace. I defended that thing to my friends, and when people pointed out plot holes, I would say, yeah, but that's so-and-so and so-and-so, and you don't understand it." everything else. It's only now that I look back at it and go, do you know what? It wasn't the best movie in the world. It wasn't particularly well-made, and, and I kind of stepped back from it a bit. And the same with Obi-Wan, that, I do think to myself, the writing should be better. So, yes, I am angry. And then I'm also kind of angry at the fact that the blowback that I've had is from the stands. Because in my eyes, these stands are upset at me because I'm ruining the show for them in pointing out these plot holes. And, you know, I'm taking away their joy. But in my (laughs) uh, from my viewpoint, just to go back to a Star Wars related type thing, um, from my point of view, it's the stands that are the problem because they're giving their money to Disney. You know, in the, in the well, article well, that I posted about this live stream, there are people out there who who said that they they would have ten seasons of literally just Obi Wan and um, Hayden and and Darth Vader sat there reading a the phone book and they'd be quite happy and they will give their money to Star Wars. They will give their money to Disney, which means me as a fan, I've then got to keep putting up with this crap because other people are paying for it.
1: Well, that's interesting. Let me let me. Touch on something that you said in that in that last Rant. speech. You said <laughs> that your criticism of it is hampering their ability to enjoy it. Did I quote you right there?
0: Pretty much, yeah. The, okay. th- there are people that are annoyed at me for pointing out. You know, that's quite that's interesting part. to me because I like I'll read, I'll enjoy
1: something. Okay, for whatever it is, and then. I'll read something that maybe didn't enjoy it and see if their reasoning is, you know, just purely visceral. I just didn't like it. Just not my thing. Or if they have some legitimate reasons to dislike, you know, the movie as far as plot holes, bad writing, why did this happen, logical questions, and things like that. I don't get less enjoyment of the thing because somebody else didn't like it. Although I may notice things that I didn't notice before that may change my opinion of it. But in either case, it doesn't make me reactionary. So when you say that, it it makes me think that these guys, like, deep down they know it's not that good, but they want to love it so much, and when you point out things that they can't defend, that's maybe where the anger is coming in?
0: Possibly. I mean, to be one particular person who's been having a, like... Had tweets directed at me said that as a film critic, me, I was quite pleased with that. You called me a film critic, um, but he said that I was promoting hate, you know, of the show and everything else, and said because of it, I had a tiny willy. And well, I mean, that's
1: of... that's a, that's an ad. Adho- What's what they call an ad hominem attack, right? So you peddling <laughs> no, 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 hate no. doesn't
0: make any sense at all. No, no, no. But what I mean is, is this particular person, like I say, whether he is angry at. How bad the show is, and that he wants to love it as much as as you know as much as everybody. Else. i like I say I, I well it's not good I enough love, that I, he loves it you must love it too I think it's a yeah. it's a loss
1: of control like they like maybe i mean because I look at obi-wan I don't know that it's overly woke I do think it's just des- destroying the character a bit, but you can destroy a character and not be necessarily overly woke about it you know no. uh, i so i i mean i look at it, i'm going i mean because leia seems i i actually rather like leia in this i think that she would be like mm-hmm. this at 10 years old i don't have a problem with how she's portrayed this i don't i neither, do have a problem with how I, to be honest, what's that i neither do i to be honest yeah I think she's i think she's quite good i do have but. a problem with the way obi-wan is being being treated because he's he's bordering on incompetence And that's the part I think is destroying the character. So, But I think they're translating this because we do promote ourselves as an anti-woke website to a certain extent, or at least we call it out on this channel. And I think sometimes that the immediate knee-jerk is if we criticize something and we don't like the way something is written, that we're automatically saying something political about it. And I think maybe that could be also some of the backlash that you're
2: receiving. Yeah, possibly. I mean like sorry, simple off. solution, mate. If he doesn't doesn't like your tweets, just tell him to
0: don't I, mean I do them. I do think to myself, it is weird. And I, I you know, I just think, block me. That's what I do. <laughs> you know, this oh, I mean I've seen, you. I've seen several um, Stan accounts, which Twitter keeps trying to promote to me. One of them recently sort of saying about how great the show was, and I'm thinking thanks Twitter, I'll block that person. I know you tried to sort of like encourage me to be friends with them, but you're obviously not reading my tweets properly. But I mean, I like Leia as well. I think she's actually, she is quite good. What I don't like, like you say, is the fact that how how bad obi-wan has become and the fact that leah just seems to be leading him and saving him as opposed to the other way around yeah and not only that but also it's like with this whole reaver that they've they've given us Reva, and she's you know she's a great inquisitor and everything else she can't even break the mind of a 10 year old
1: well you know know, she is a skywalker she's darth vader's daughter i kind of i kind of like yeah that's all right that's fine but I I mean I, I my problem with Reva is well, one, she's she's playing her very unlikable. And you Great could world be world I world. mean, I yeah, I get it, you're a villain and you're not supposed to be likable, but there is the villains you love to hate kind of thing. And year you just she's just kinda fingernails on a chalkboard. Now, the actress herself, I, I understand she's in a lot of stuff. She's very good in a lot of other stuff and I don't I think this is just some of this is probably the director pushing her to do, because, you know, when they, when these actors, they do something, they'll do different takes and they'll, they'll come across differently. And then the director and the editor pick the take that they want. And they've obviously, I think, picked her to be as abrasive and, and cringy as possible. And then you, like you said, there's all these details, these little logical details during a, an action moment or whatever. It doesn't make any sense. So, they're not doing this poor poor woman any favors, and then of course they immediately shield themselves as any criticism is because yeah. you're racist. So now I think half of the stands have got their woke radar up and are saying, "Oh, these are racists and don't like it. You're a bad person because you don't like Konami," hmm. which is ridiculous. I I I mean, I you know, it's it's sad that something like a show where we used to just argue about whether the show was good or bad now it's become a moral. Uh, crime against the Church of Woke.
0: I mean, fair play to the and uh, the PR at Disney. They have done a good job at deflecting how bad the show is. You know that, that, like you say, that they they have managed to to get to a situation where I mean, let's say, there's one particular stand I know on Twitter who was advocating the other day about the hatred he's got towards racism and he hates racism and it's a horrible thing and nobody should be racist and everything else but he loves disney and actively gives money to disney and you're thinking the pr people are geniuses you know if yeah i, know, I mean that's are, but i mean they amber heard should hire them because they would just turn things around for her you know and, and well that's you know. that's the
1: ridiculousness of it all right i mean it's like well they said races are bad at a tweet I, I want to be I want to be against the bad thing. It's like yeah. yeah, but because it wasn't in Twitter, you don't see the racism that they do on China that they've you know yeah, exactly filmed outside a Uyghur prison camp and all that kind of stuff. You don't care about that because it wasn't a tweet, and you want to be against bad thing. I'm for good thing, not bad thing, and then you know yeah. it's like. The,
0: the, the... I found I actually found a story about how John Boyega called out Disney, saying his character was a token character. That it was. He was black. Pushed yeah. to the side. They did him dirty. So that, yeah. Um, ultimately, yeah, and, uh, you know, and like I say, it's it's obvious that what Disney are doing, but the PR people are. Brilliant. I was just thinking the PR people working for Amber Heard would get everybody shitting in the bed. <laughs> yeah, no, It's the only thing to do. Everybody does it. Everybody does it. You know, Amber Heard does it. Yeah, if you don't shit in your bed you're, you're not cool.
1: Well, Disney <laughs> definitely shit the bed with Kenobi.
2: Hello. <laughs> I, I don't hate it as much as you do, George. I'm a bit with Yoda on this. I can sort of switch off and just enjoy it. So I, I know there's flaws in it. and I can, I, I enjoyed this third episode Evader, Vader up until the fire thing but i liked it when he's walking through the town and strangling and snapping necks and spinning. has an you know i actually kind of
1: was like i know vader is like tough on his underlings and he could be brutal and all that <laughs> but i never I, I never got the i mean maybe he does i don't know we only got the three movies i just never got the feeling he just randomly snapped necks for no reason it just was weird <laughs> I, I don't know Especially he came across like enormous, one of them was a kid wasn't it He always had
0: purpose Uh, in uh, what he did.
1: This just felt like a psychopath, you know? I I never felt he was like
2: Jason, you know? Well, if there's 10 years, was it 10 years of anger that's been built up with obviously the state he's physically and obviously he's found Obi-Wan Kenobi now and he's on the brink of getting him, I suppose you'd be like, well, there's nothing stopping me. I'm, I'm literally minutes away from seeking my revenge. And then that's where it all fell apart. I like the idea he was toying with him and burning him. But like you said earlier, you
1: know, yeah, the flames got destroyed it. more
2: flames. And, and you just, it's just like, come on, use your brains. You had it. Again, you Had a really excellent episode. And then you just, just, just you completely, you, well, you Amber heard it. You shit the bed. <laughs> Amber heard it.
0: <laughs> um, again, She's a verb kind now. <laughs> that was kind of the problem with the end of episode four as well. Like I say, the whole bit with Reaver, he would have snapped her a second neck in a second. But he seemed to let her go and let her off, and everything was. And it, 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 coming back to the point you said earlier about building tension, the whole bit where they were going to torture Leia, and you're thinking, no, they're not. <laughs> of course, yeah. they're not. She's a ten year old little girl. Of course, they're not going to mo- torture her. going to Disney, obviously not. You know, and so again, it was. A, in my eyes, I was looking at it. Like it's, it's funny because you were saying about the whole continuity thing and and and, and just picking plot holes and stuff. I know, Eggy, you're a massive fan of Back to the Future. Now, don't get me wrong, I am a massive fan of Back to the Future, but who is it, mate? Who is it? But there are massive plot holes in that all the way through. If you actually think about it. That's a time travel problem
1: in any time travel movie, but
0: that's okay. No, 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 but just there's there's always bits and pieces and stuff. But when I watch Back to the Future, I don't care about those plot holes Mm. because I am just being swept along with the story and having fun with Marty, inventing the skateboard and all this kind of stuff. It's... You know, it's it's a great movie that you can just switch down. I don't want to say switch your brain off, but you know, it's it's a summer blockbuster. You know, you don't have to like overthink it. And maybe I am overthinking Obi One a bit too much.
2: The well, I think is, what you are sorry, George. I think what it is oh, you You're having the same same issue that me and Yoda have with Picard and Discovery, where it goes, our things have been burnt so many times by a franchise yeah. that we love that you now you can't watch it. You can't sit back and enjoy it anymore because you're you're subconsciously wanting to pick out holes in it. That's what I found with Picard and Discovery before I quit watching both of them. That you're sitting there and you're like, "This is just ridiculous." You can't just you can't detach yourself from it anymore. I'm, you, I'm you having the be- same
1: problems with Strange New Worlds. It's able to mask it a little bit because the episodes are it's much more episodic than than. Mm-hmm. It's not having a season-long arc, so it's not crushing itself under its own weight. It can kind of reset every time, so it's it, it's better than any of the other shows. But it's still got
2: major problems that I'm not yeah good with. I've not seen this week's episode on that, but I'm enjoying Strange New Worlds. I don't just want to deviate quickly. I'm enjoying it because I'm I'm trying. I know we're talking about cranky old men, but. I'm trying to not fall into the trap of because I hate Picard so much and because I hate Discovery, I'm, I want to enjoy Like I am with Obi-Wan, I want to enjoy it. So I'm trying to detach myself a little bit and just go, yeah, okay, that's crap. However.
1: So they would say that's they I would I say that it's like you just hate everything that's new. Like it's generational. Well, I don't think that's true. I, I love the boys. Yeah. I love Yellowstone. I know you've really picked up on Yellowstone,
0: oh, uh, Aggie. Amazing. amazing. Not, and, not just Yellowstone, but I mean, also recently, Northman, everything everywhere all at once. Everything, yeah. You so, know, I mean... It, you if, know, there's been some new stuff, which has been absolutely Maverick. fantastic. Yeah. Well, no, I haven't seen Maverick yet, but do you know what? I'm... I'm I am tempted. I don't want to, but I'm tempted to go and see it in the cinema just for the experience. It's it's worth it. Heard.
1: If you could see it in IMAX, we 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 saw it Wednesday in IMAX just because on uh, Thursday Jurassic Filth was coming in and <laughs> taking over the cinema, and um, that's all I'm calling it now. I know. I mean, I, the, the last Filth. three the last three movies. That's what I call them, Jurassic Filth, because um, it's garbage. But the the experience in imax i mean when it flipped to because it did that where it's like you know this and then it goes like this when it flips to full imax and you could see the clarity come up and you're in the plane i mean i was i was literally getting goosebumps
3: mm.
1: i was getting chills i mean it was just it was that good as far as the experience and what you were seeing because you know they're in the planes you know this yeah and you go it was so much fun what they did and yeah there is a massive. I, w- I I don't think it's a plot hole specifically, but a massive. I don't think this would work no matter how good you are. Moment at the mm. end, I didn't give two fucks. I was no. I was all in. I was like, "Yep, this I'm good. It's all good." The, the The thing is, is that they end up in an F-14 fighting against fifth generation jets. You know, a thirty, a forty year old fighter would not have a, <laughs> a, a stone's, ch- you know. A snowball Maverick,
0: Maverick, crank the handle, and we'll get this thing going. It's we'll almost it that
1: out. bad. It
2: was pretty much that. It it, pretty yeah, bad. it really was.
1: Um, half <laughs> it, of the shit didn't work in it, you know. It's like there's no way they would have a, a chance in hell to to do what they did. I didn't give a shit. I was like, yeah, i be in. Mean, Maverick can do it. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you know, I don't think my point is is I don't think we're completely crusty and and unwilling to let go of our our. we're willing to suspend our disbelief if we feel like the, you know, they grab us and the emotion and all that and I know that some of it's nostalgia for Maverick but I just don't feel like it's a member berries thing
0: yeah that's the thing what I'd like to say that when I went with Hayden coming back and I kept thinking to myself if Hayden's going to be in the mask how do you know it's Hayden you know because James Earl Jones doing the voice so
2: yeah no, but uh, he's not He's well, AI. He, Some of it, it,
1: AI. yeah, it's they've they. He's not sitting there reading lines and doing it. They're yeah.
2: taking the AI. From, well, I the remember hearing him.
1: I oh. remember hearing him in um, Rogue One, and then I hear him in this. I was like, no way, they didn't do something, <laughs> you because <know? laughs> he sounds so much stronger and more like yeah. he did in the original. Because the guy's eighty-seven, whatever he is, ninety something. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I, I understand, you know. Yeah, of course. But again, with. With um, Hayden, I all I kept saying was, "I remember, you remember Hayden, I remember Hayden, I remember Vader." You know, and it was just like you say, it was member berries. That it's just that that you know, that, it's weird how people say that um, some Star Wars fans don't like new stuff. I love the Mando. Mando was brilliant. The end of Mando's Mando 2. Mando was
1: Mando was great, and and Mando season two point five, the two episodes in Boba Fett. <laughs> When Boba yeah. Fett exited his own show, that was pretty cool. But the rest of it was but the, garbage. But, <laughs>
0: but you see, but you see, it's weird because they created a new show and the character worked really well. And you had Grogu and you had Mando and everybody loved them and it worked brilliantly. But then you bring back Boba Fett, you know, for Member Berries and that to me, it crushed really, really, it, it, I hated that show really because I loved Boba Fett so much. And to see him become this weak old man was just you know it was it was horrible to watch and now they've done it to obi-wan they're kind of doing it to vader as well they're making him into a bit of a pussy as well because he you know he gave up on reaver and stuff and it's kind of no if they actually created some new stories it's like the whole thing with the acolyte that it was supposed to be set back in the old republican stuff i would love to see that but they keep sort of going oh no no, no we've got to do the whole nostalgia thing and it's kind of yeah but you're doing this you're not just doing the nostalgia thing you're taking a character and then completely ruining him <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I know too can... much. Go ahead. I don't
2: mind it too much. So I understand he's got the PTSD, and I, I, you can see as the episodes are going on, he's getting the false powers and that back in. I think you're gonna obviously you're you're gonna get back yeah, to Is, the, is he having he problems with the force me. or not? Pardon?
1: I, I don't understand that. Is he? i you know, It's like he seemed to be having problems with the force until you know the grass, and then he was able to hold back the freaking ocean. I'm like, what? Is he having problems with the force or not?
2: I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on there. um, Isn't it a bit like I imagine it being a bit like um, Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man Two, where his powers are coming and going?
1: Well, they're not very clear about what's going on there. No, that's that's another again attention to detail. I I mean, I loved you (laughs) know. It's like well, you don't like new stuff. It's like I love the MCU all the way through Endgame for the most part. I didn't like Captain Marvel very much, but I mean, and there was some clunkers here and there but most most all of them were enjoyable but now they're you know is it is it because it's woke or is it because they've just creatively they're
0: just kind of getting exhausted that's the thing is i mean oh hello Maddink. he's he's on uh sean unfortunately (laughs) is not with us today (laughs) is that a black is that a black series one Oh, is, that black, uh, is that a Black
2: Series one? I don't know, my son bought he's he's building a um oh, a Bubba Fett outfit. So he's bought himself this to go with it. That's nice. I bought a
0: Black Series one and do you know what? Yeah. It didn't bloody well fit my big fat stupid head. And I was so gutted I sent it back. I was so oh, right, gutted. this fits my
2: head. The and got the what, devil. The... Oh it's got it's got all the Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got all the...
1: Oh how is it. How hard is it to see that. Uh, that, that that thing?
2: Uh I don't know
0: if I could do that.
2: Could I do that? No,
0: you can't do that.
2: It's so uh,
0: right, no, a bit, a bit, I suppose, yeah. It's like sunglasses, I suppose. Yeah,
2: look, there you go. Look,
0: it's my fat head. Look, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I'm dead, Johnny. And like I say, I loved Boba Fett, but the problem the problem with it was is, is like I say they took it, they took the character and they just you know, it was it was it was horrible to watch. And like you say, it's the new stuff when it came out. I'm, I'd say Captain America is one of my most favourite movie characters of all time. I'd never heard of Captain America. There was a TV series or a TV a, a move or a movie back in like the seventies, or wouldn't there? Yeah, well, you um, rode a motorcycle,
1: had yeah. a clear shield, and yeah red and brown, maybe. I
0: kind of I kind of remember that, but then. The new Captain America, I love the character. He's brilliant. Absolutely. And like I say, the whole, you know, all of the Avengers have been an excellent set of movies, which I thoroughly enjoyed. So, yeah, I do like new things, but like with Black Widow. I mean, whether you want to say that's work or not, I don't know. But I mean, Black Widow was just kind of, it was a movie that didn't need to exist. And again, I, I want to say that I picked holes in it. It was just, it was just not a very well done film, though. No, I
1: mean, there were moments, it's like, she meets her sister and they immediately have a fight because, because you have to have an action beat, not because there was any reason for them to have a fight, you know? So you see things like that and you go, you know, it it picks away your, your ability to keep enjoying the movie. And then if there's enough of it, it kind of collapses. So, yeah, I mean, I like to think that I can enjoy things still. I, I mean, you know the i think the question comes is like are you guys men who just don't like anything anymore or has hollywood um and the big studios Made you that way. yeah yeah are they are they failing in in creating compelling stories i think there might be there might be some of both and i'm looking at ms marvel specifically because if ms marvel had come out 10 15 years ago as is i probably would have liked it a lot more I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more. There comes a point, you know, I've been on this planet for half a century now, and I've watched a ton of movies, and you kind of start seeing, you know, the obvious uh, tropes, you know, or, Mm. or the beats. It's like when I saw Dinner with America, I said, this is Beauty and the Beast, right? I mean, yeah. you, you start seeing these parallels and these reflections and these rhymes of different stories and echoes and things like that. So I think there is some of that. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I mean, that that's probably on me. And, and but that doesn't mean that I can't be surprised and entertained. I go back to everything, everywhere, all at once.
0: the The problem is, is I don't want to say that Hollywood has made us this way, but I mean, I've watched some older movies, and nothing springs to my mind particularly at the moment. But I watched something the other day, and. There was a there was a black guy in there, and again I forget who it was. Everything else, and I thought, hmm, token black guy, and it was like this was made in like nineteen seventy seven or something. And I'm thinking, man, you know, my my thinking has been so adjusted that when I yep. see, you're welcome. A you don't want to be. Yeah, you know, the, my brain is immediately going. Oh, here we go. Hollywood's ducking, in, you know, and it's just kind of no. That's not the case. This was just back in the days when they were just making movies. There was no agenda
2: to anything. No. Oh, Lando Calrissian. Would you watch Land? Would you watch Empire Strike Back now an and go, oh, token black guy? No, you wouldn't because we didn't. No. We didn't think like that back in the day. No. This is what makes me laugh. They keep going on about you know grumpy old men and white men and racist. Well, hold on a minute. We grew up with a whole mix of different characters. Yeah. I had, there's a. I just thought Lando was, like was coolest,
0: cool coolest fuck. That's all I thought of Lando. He was the coolest guy Lando? in the galaxy. Yeah, Lando was. Yeah, so, Not i mean, the blackest you know, one. You know, he obviously, he obviously did a Lando on hand, on hand and stuff. But he redeemed himself by the end. And you were, yeah, you were totally on board with him. And and he he put his life on the line going to Jabba's palace and stuff. Yeah, Lando was awesome.
2: But that's my point. Forty years ago, we didn't look at a black character and go token character. But we do now but, because it is. But, the weird thing is, is you say that, though, but, I
0: mean, it, when Star Wars originally came out, the black community did say there doesn't seem to be any black people in space, and Lucas said that he put Lando in there to have black-colour representation. Okay, was so fine. Art. At 10 but years old, forced. I wouldn't have
1: known any of that, because I, I wouldn't have been reading no. the paper and that kind no. of stuff. So... At 10 years old, all I knew was, this is the coolest guy in the galaxy, and he screwed over Han, and then he redeemed himself, like you said. And if that's what was going on, then I look at Ms. Marvel, and I go, okay, so kids watching Ms. Marvel, do they know any of that? Or do they just see, oh, this is a fun, interesting character with a different heritage, yeah. and they don't think of it? Or is the woke, you know, that are they as tuned in and as screwed up as we are now? <laughs> I
2: mean, well, the, I think the, 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 the thing... difference is if you're had... sorry, George, if you had... no, no, go on gone, even if um, Lando was cast because he's black and they needed a black character, they didn't make a big deal out of it. They just yeah, cast him. We got a black yeah. one.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Billy <laughs> Dee Williams was giving interviews going, oh, finally, I've been oppressed all my life. You know, this is my truth. I mean, just got on with it. I mean, he was Harvey Dent in Batman in 89. Yeah. Okay yeah did him dirty
1: on that one too yeah
2: (laughs) but yeah but like you say nobody cared about
0: that you know nobody whereas nowadays because it is the agenda that everybody's sticking to when there is a race swap agenda swap whatever kind of swap it is everybody's up in arms about it and it's kind of yes because you're forcing it like i say that that that, the example of billy d williams in, in batman is perfect because like i say nobody nobody cared i don't remember any kind of complaint. I, I, I mean, don't either.
1: Nobody nobody gave two shits oh, okay. that he was in, yeah. that he was Harvey Dent. I don't remember that race swap being a thing or that anybody cared that it was a thing. And, and mm. I, I go back to it. It's like the reason why it irritates me personally so much now is not because I'm racist that I don't think that any character should ever be race swapped. It's because you think I am. You, Hollywood, yeah. think I am. Mm. And that's insulting. I was never this before you've you've made you've put up my radar and you've I know you think I'm a big fat racist you don't even know me haven't even met me I mean I, I I'm just insulted by it now
0: it comes back to the fact that the main problem is the activists that are causing the problem. Middle-aged, I'm going to say this. Middle-aged white women who have got nothing else better to do uh, are offended by everything and think everybody else should be a bit offended by everything. And it's kind of no, that's not that's not the case. I, I I've told this story before, but the whole Speedy Gonzales got cancelled because he was racist, and, and Mexico sort of went, what happened to Speedy Gonzales? And Warner Brothers said, well, he was racist, so we cancelled him, and Mexico went. Why we really liked him. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was there's again, no more there's some... no
1: more Cleveland Indians and there's no more Washington Redskins because we were uh, so now so now the Indians have no representation. They took the the lady oh. off the land of lakes butter. Another another example
2: of a white guy taking the Indians land. Well
0: taking <laughs> yeah, out of the they... Indians,
2: just yeah leaving the land, yeah. But you know they're brainwashed I was uh, obviously we just had the Queen's Jubilee so we had a nice four-day weekend and there was like a music festival at my local park. So I'm there, we've got friends there, we've all got kids, the same teenage kids. And as we're walking, we've had a few beers and we're walking along. And one of my friend's daughters was there and there was like a little group of them and there was like four young lads and they're all about 16, 16, 17. And uh, we went, all right, gay boys, how's it going? And one of the girls went, that's really offensive. What if one of them was gay? And we just turned around and went, they all are. (laughs) And we walked off. But you see, the brainwashing in them yeah, the absolute brainwashing. The they've got to be offended on behalf offense. of somebody else. Yeah, yeah. And well, all, it, the four lads were just like, "Oh, right, mate, right, how's it going?" You know, they didn't care. But this one girl got really uppity about it.
1: Well, I mean, teenage boys. I, I remember back in the day. I mean, we told racist jokes to each other. We told the the black guys told racist jokes to us. We were all friends. Yep. It wasn't. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was horrible, but it was a way to kind of. Break boundaries, find the lines, no things like there's that. No
0: malice or anything in it? It's None. Just, it's, it's funny enough. I mean, we we chat quite a lot on um, on on our little um, team chat stuff about articles and stuff, and we all rib each other. But it's kind of it's just ribbing. It's you just ribbing, um, yeah. yeah.
1: And and, you know, and uh, we did is, we did a lot of racial ribbing back then. It's like uh, you know, some some adult hearing us, like, oh my god, these guys are you know, one step away from putting on white hoods. It's Like No. It's like, if you see me now, I've adopted, I've adopted black children. So, I mean, come on, you know, it's ridiculous.
0: It's it's kind of, it's not like that. It's like Ricky Gervais said that he kind of, he includes everybody so that they're just not excluded. That just kind of makes it worse. If you treated your black friends any differently and, and, you know, tiptoed around them and on eggshells and everything else. That's not including them then, is it? If you're just having a laugh and a joke, and all your mates are having a laugh and a joke, and everybody's laughing, then it's kind of, right, where's the harm in that? Because we're just including them.
1: Let me tell you. um, So my daughter spent a semester up at the New York Conservatory of Performing Arts. She ended up didn't like it, and she came back. She was in New York. The white kids, the very ultra-liberal white kids came up to her, And the first thing they told her was, we support Black Lives Matter. We just want you. (laughs) I mean, like they made it like she's like, uh, okay. Uh, Okay. Thank you. Like, I I really don't that much, but okay. And then they, they never talked to her again. They never actually treated her like a human being and tried Uh to be friends with her. They just, they just put on their little virtue signal points. And then then she was kind of lonely after that. I'm like going, that's not, that's awful. I yeah. mean she just that's- wanted some friends to be able to talk to and they just treated her like a like like a token or whatever you want to call it, like yeah. a virtue signal patch, but that was about as far as it went. I was like, Well, that's disgusting. That's not how you treat Well they can't friends.
2: handle What they can't handle, they can't handle the fact that the ones that they're calling racist, like us, aren't racist.
1: Well like race but ra- racism is just uh the n word for whites now. It and, and when I say that I mean it's not like it's as offensive as the N word as whites. I'm saying that leftist Democrats, whoever use it as the new pejorative, they also use the N word and everything. You'll hear Min you'll hear Antifa these these Yeah. They'll, they'll use every you know, it's just a new one now they can use uh because they could be that more elitist and that more, separate out the bad whites from the good whites which they didn't have that before now they have that and racist is their word to do that but they use it like a like a, another racial pejorative like all the other racial pejorative and it's really mm. like, it's sick it's sick
2: yeah these people are morons so going back to TV shows. <laughs> well, I, I, right, I mean, you, uh, watch, you know, know,
1: that's what that's what all this is. Uh, I think a lot of this backlash that George is getting is about is the stupid political stuff cuz you can't separate it it's, anymore.
0: I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's a backlash. It's 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 amusing to be perfectly honest. And I genuinely think, I know this sounds horrible, but I genuinely think the person who's been naming these tweets at me might have learning disabilities. Um, just because it's of no, 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 no. I, I I like having people like that in my life because it reminds me not to be a stan. And so, you know, when I when I read some of his tweets, I do thinking to myself, Oh man, I used to be like that. Oh, I'm glad I grown yeah, up. So it. you're you're
2: giving you're giving him an audience. Just block him. Just block yeah, him. I don't let, let him shout into a void. They hate it. they like the attention, so that's why they do it. Block him. You ain't gotta
1: worry about him anymore. Well, I mean, I, I don't I don't have a problem with us being a little introspective. Uh, on something like this, and talking about, you know, are we doing the best job we can? Are we being authentic? Or are we letting our own emotions get the better of us in the opposite direction? It's easy to happen, you know? And you got to mm-hmm. kind of, you know, it's good to have a check on yourself and say, look, you know, like you can't just use you that yourself, George. You watch a 70s show and you see a black guy, you think token, and you're checking yourself now because. Okay. But and, and we have to do that with new stuff as well. We can't just say woke every time because it's a bad show, right? No. We, we got we to make sure Which, that we're doing the, doing the work and we're looking at it for the merits of whether or not it's good or bad and what reasons are they good and bad. It might be woke, the, but maybe it's not.
0: The weird thing is is, is it's kind of like the, um, Mr. Plinkett's review on Red Letter Media of um, uh, Phantom Menace. He doesn't mention Jar Jar at all. Where loads of people kept saying about how bad Jar Jar was and stuff. I don't recall saying much about Reva, to be perfectly honest. You know, um, you know no, that, I'm not the, saying the problem, much about
1: Reva either. I, I mean, no, she's no, a little you know, abrasive problem, and annoying, but it's not the but worst the problem, problem.
0: I have with the show is just the bad writing. Mm-hmm. You know that you're leaving massive plot holes. Where you know this is why you have script editors and and rewrites and this kind of thing. And it's kind of again, I think I said this a little while ago, that it seemed that Andor was the first show that they were going to produce. But however long ago they, they sort of said it, that was kind of, you know, it was it was Mandalorian, then Andor. And yet in between that, we've had the Book of Boba Affair and now Obi-Wan, which to me seemed rushed out. And it's kind of... It's the same principle with um, when Lucas was writing The Phantom Menace. I mean, like I say, The Phantom Menace, the, the plot holes are just are ridiculous. And I seem to remember, might be wrong on this, that he was writing it for a while. But I seem to remember that there were, he was talking to somebody about the design of Watto, I think it was. And oh, yeah. Lucas, Lucas joked and sort of said, oh, I better get writing this thing. And again, it just seemed that it was rushed and the producer should've said, George, this isn't good, mate. We need a couple of rewrites, need to maybe get some people in, all this kind of stuff. And even Lucas seemed to do it. And it's the same with these shows that they just seem to just rush him out and it's kind of like, Well, there's you know, like you say with the whole fence and everything else and walk I, well, they could have walked around that no, no no, we haven't got to, we haven't got time to fix it. I, just, I love
1: just, I love they have the first screening. And you see them all in the theater doing the first screening and you see like Rick McCollum looking like he just watched an Auschwitz video or something. He's just <laughs> he's just shocked and horrified at what he's looking at. He's like, oh God, what have I done? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And it's kind of, I mean, I've, I've always said this and I'll always come back to saying this. It's got to be about the story and you've got to pay attention to the details unless you're making a movie like back to the future which has got holes in it you know but it's thoroughly entertaining if you're doing something like star wars which has always had you know there are plot holes in star wars but it's always been generally sort of very serious and very very well done and very thought out and everything else so that it all makes sense then why is it now these shows are just rushed out and don't make sense and have massive plot holes all the way through them
2: Well, I I think it's written by people who don't understand the franchise or the fans. Yeah, that is true.
1: I think there is an age thing that's at play here because I think you and I, I know I was when we watched the prequels. It was we were trying to talk ourselves into them being good. You know, it was Star Wars was the first Star Wars we had seen since 1983. We weren't inundated by content like we are now. And we were in our 20s, early 30s for me, or late 20s, early 30s. And so, I mean, we were still much more optimistic. We didn't have so much of this under our belts like we do now. So I think, you know, we were a lot more of a stand at the time. I know you said you were. I don't think I defended it nearly as much, but it wasn't until Plinkett's review that came out. I mean, I knew, I was like, this is just not as good. It's kind of boring, but I wanted to like it because it's Star Wars and I love Star Wars. But, you know, it it took me... I think there was a process I had to go through, either through age or, or just self-reflection or a, whatever. A lobotomy? Yeah. No, <laughs> I, it'd be a reverse lobotomy. If anything, it'd be like getting my brain back. It's like, oh no, wait, this really isn't good. I I, I look at it like Titanic. You know, I came out of Titanic. I was just like, just bowled over by what I had seen, right? Because it's so emotional watching. The, the, the amazing effects of the ship sinking mm. and all the people dying and, and what you know that it actually happened. He did a phenomenal job. And then you get out of there. and Once all that emotion kind of fades away, you're kind of like, mm. wait, wait, that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, uh, Cameron is a master dad. I think there was a bit of that with Star Wars. It was just harder for me to break through that because I had such a history with Star Wars for so long. Yeah. Now I'm much um, more now I'm much more skeptical about
3: things
0: I see. and That's kind of that's a shame. Uh, somebody said the other day, somebody who had an excellent point, and he said that he's a Star Wars fan, he's not a Disney Star Wars fan. Yeah. Hmm. And that's, 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 that's exactly it. even the prequels really, I mean, like I say, they I mean Attack of the Clowns is is terrible. The 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 plot devices and story and stuff is just it's awful. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's but switch it Enjoy
0: it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just still it. yeah. it's it. still entertaining, and I'm still quite happy to watch them. And then *Revenge of the Sith* is is kind of the the best of the three, and I'm still quite happy to watch them. But I mean, *The Force Awakens* was the first Star Wars movie I never owned, and and oh, really? Re- Rise, *Rise of Skywalker*. I think I watched twice, three times, I think maybe, and I just I can't Jesus. return to it. I just I Obviously, can't because. No, well, well, I thought you were having a go because, um, because it won not enough. But I mean, I, I've tried watching it, and I just I can't get through it because it's just so bad. It's just the right I, thing and, and-
1: I think I've watched it three times, but one of them was for one of the the podcast things we did with my buddy mm-hmm. Floyd, and I I forced him to watch all three of them <laughs> uh, just to get his reaction, which was, well, we got to rise to Skywalker. We got to Rise of Skywalker. And I swear, his braid just broke. He just, yeah. he just started just double fisting beers and go, "What the hell is going on here?"
0: It was. But again, but again, there are stands out there who think the Rise of Skywalker is amazing.
2: Nice,
0: And and like you say, I I wish I had those rose tinted glasses, but I just I can't do it because it's just it's awful. I I actually
1: mm. in the theater, I I remember this vividly, and I I know I i kind of made a thing of it in one of my my video about the two trilogies uh star wars and star trek go ahead um but when the camera pans up and there are there are so many chips <laughs> from the rebellion there that it, i just laughed out i literally laughed out loud. It's yeah. like this isn't real this is comical this is like you know like a like a space balls kind of thing. Like when the ship is that long, it's so ridiculously long, right? <laughs> yeah. There's so <laughs> many ships there. I just started laughing uncontrollably. People were looking at me. I'm like, this is supposed to be a grand moment, and I'm just laughing
2: because it Do looks it so you know, silly. She's running on the horses. Riding on the Death Stars. I'm oh sure. yeah, I was
0: gone yeah, by yeah. that time.
2: It
0: <laughs> yeah, Yoda was in the, I mean, in the car. I was I was, I was sitting in a puddle of my own
1: pee from <laughs> laughing
0: so hard. See, to me, that that scene, it didn't make me laugh, but that scene, again, I've seen people saying about what a Star Wars moment there was. All I kept thinking about was how difficult it was, and I mentioned this in my How to Make a Star Wars film the other day, how difficult it was to get to Exegol through that space wormhole thing, whatever that was. How did any of those ships get through you know there was like there was carillion corvettes ah, was, and, medical nonsense. and stuff.
1: the ships coming and up just, out of the ground why are they coming up out of the ground i don't know they buried wow. them first i didn't get it
0: you know <laughs> it's much easier to build them on ground than it is on a ladder i suppose i guess <laughs> the whole thing well, I mean, was with, nightmarish
1: and i'm like oh there again, was
0: but like i say there are still stands out there who who, you know not so much of a fan well no there are still fans of the last jedi as well which again i just think to myself
2: the last
1: jedi is the one that destroyed star wars destroyed luke skywalker absolutely it's it's abysmal what it did to the to the to the series but it is a coherent story it is not. I mean, technically, it, there is a plot, there is an arc. It makes yeah, sense. Not, yeah. I just disagree with every freaking it choice not, that they it. made. But it's not like completely illogical or full of plot holes or anything. It's just, just terrible. It's deconstruction at its worst. It was. Well, but what Rise of Skywalker just, is just nonsense. It just well, has if, nothing. If
0: the last, if the Last Jedi completely killed off Star Wars, the Rise of Skywalker is kind of Disney and Lucasfilm doing a weekend at Bernies.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just popping it up and waving and stuff. And Isn't the Rise of Skywalker, though, just a result of how bad the Last Jedi was? I mean, yes. the, like, if like, the Last Jedi was one of Amber Heard's turds, then the Rise of Skywalker is someone trying to clean the sheets with a wet wipe. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right, because there's clearly some some attempts to backtrack some things and do mm-hmm. some different things with what was set up in Last Jedi, and they couldn't make any of it
0: work. And... this. This, to me then comes back to Kathleen Kennedy as the producer that if you're producing a trio of movies you need an arc you need a story you need something that follows all the way through a and plan. Like I say, they, they they did kind of set it up in the force awakens which a somebody on on the website keeps saying i love the force awakens i don't all right but it's kind of the best of i the enjoyed world. it yeah it, I, if if I've got to watch any of the sequels, it would be that one. But then then f- whatever happened with Love the Last Jedi, it just there was just no plan, and it was just kind of all right. We're going to do this, this, and this. We're going to kill off Phasma. We're going to kill off Snow. We're going to do this, and it just none of it made sense. And then, like us say, as I said in my how to video, they didn't need a director. They needed more of a scapegoat so that people would point at JJ, saying, "Oh, it was mm-hmm. one who ruined you know the last the rise of Skywalker." And it was like I actually think JJ. It wasn't a brilliant job, but I mean he did the best of the worst situation yeah. that he was in. Like you said, he was he was literally trying to clean Amber Heard's bed sheets with a to- with a toothpick. You know?
1: You know what's what's amazing is like I can't even watch The Force Awakens anymore. You're you're right, it is the best of the three. Um, but now you watch it, you know where it all goes. It's like ah, this just everything's crap. Yeah. It it actually
0: made it worse, weirdly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I say, I think I've seen the um, I've seen this, um, yeah, the last Jedi I must have seen about maybe about three times. And like I say, the same with them, um, the same with the Rise of Skywalker. I've, I, I still don't understand the end of Rise of Skywalker. Oh, Kylo dies, but then he comes back, and then he force heals Rey, and then the Emperor is supposed to take over Rey, but they does not and then they kiss, and then he dies, but she could have forced healed. Just none of it makes any sense.
2: I only saw Last Jedi once, Rise of Skywalker once. I will never watch them again. As far as I'm concerned, they don't even exist. And it's just—it's horrible. The fact do you know you what? Said- oh, gone. Sorry, people. You know they always go about we only like the original trilogy because we're old and blah blah blah. Well, I liked the prequels because I've got I've got four sons as you as I've said before. So, two of my sons—one's called Jake and one's called Hayden after jake lloyd and hayden christensen so i'm no, not full on stan no re- re- on stan.
1: no regerts don't
2: tell me I'm... no what no regerts what's
1: that it's the it's the guy with the tattoo that said no regerts
2: uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> in fact my my third son's called um ethan and i wanted to call him ewan after ewan mcgregor well, I
0: think and, then, and then the fourth, the fourth one, he, the fourth son, he finally won and called him Lord Vader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: he's, he's down
1: trashed. He's called Leo. <laughs> I'm glad she didn't call any of them Chewbacca. That's all I can say. <laughs> can I tell
0: you? A, a, can I tell you a terrible story about this? I got a person, or oh, I knew, oh, I'm not going to call him a friend. He actually called his son Calal. No, no, way. he's not. He's, well, yeah, <laughs> fine if you're mind. middle name. Eh? But just oh no, not his first name, Kalal. and apparently he went to school with a kid called Lex as well, which was quite amusing. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> that is amazing. Look, little ball kid.
1: Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> that's, that's kind of the thing, isn't <laughs> I mean, it?
2: Look,
1: look at how this stuff affects. Such an easy fight. <laughs> look how this stuff affects normal people. You know how 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 much it it's in. in you know, insinuates itself into the culture and how important it is to people. So when you... I think that's what gets us so riled up is because, you know,
0: it's like cultural vandalism or something, some of this yeah. stuff. And it's... that's. If somebody went into the Mona Lisa and then cut it up and cut her head off and stuck it on a picture of something else, people would be up and arms
3: it about it.
0: it. <laughs> but people would be up and arms about it. But then, you know, the, the, what what Disney have done with Star Wars is, like you say, mm-hmm. is is... He's completely ruined it, and yet yeah. there are people out there who are still quite happy to defend Disney and give them money and let them carry on. So, as a, as a fan, I feel angry at the stands because the stands are the ones who are still giving them the money.
2: I remember when they're I was stands, so they're just jumping on the bandwagon. They won't, even, do you know what? They won't even, they won't even watch these films more than twice anyway.
0: No, 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 no. I, I genuinely do think I they do. are they,
2: Star Wars,
0: but they just look at it through roasting. If it's got Star Wars written on it, it's brilliant. You know, like Caravan of Courage. I, I wonder how many
1: wait of them are they, shills. Wait till they grow
2: up. Yeah. Wait till they grow up. When does it get out to our age? And they'll be like, well, that's they be sitting there watching the, the sequels, like with as much love that uh, we watch the originals. No, they will probably be watching the originals.
0: That's, that's the funny thing is, as I always think to myself, yes, I was a Stan, but I grew out of it.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I remember growing up hearing about, um, this was before even the prequel trilogy that, you know, because it said episode four, five, and six. I think he retconned uh, Star Wars into four early on. But he um, he did an interview or something. I remember, I think my mom read to me a newspaper. says he had, a, you know, nine chapters total. He, he was going to do the prequels at some point. Then there was a sequel trilogy after that. And I just, I remember just wishing more than anything, that those will get made. Well, be careful what you wish for. It's, it's yeah, probably yeah. the
0: the moral of the story here. I was at the, I was at the lucky enough to be, I think Stark um, from from the website was there as well. In May of 2005, myself and a friend were at the Star Wars celebration where they had the premiere of three, but it was the first time anywhere in the world they showed episode four, five, and six, and then one, two, and three. And at the, at the be- beginning of, the episode three we had hayden christensen come out palpatine oh, wonderful rick mccallum and george lucas came out to the cinema to introduce the movie and i remember everybody going seven eight nine seven eight and nine and lucas said no he said it's the story's about luke so he's, he's not going to do it and he's kind of even even lucas thought to himself no do you know what i've told the story now of of little you know the the skywalker saga for me is over because anakin's died and yet they just tried to carry it on and that i mean again it's like the end of rise of skywalker the whole thing that that people sort of say remember that that ray is a skywalker but That's she's not, not. She's a Palpatine, and she's just taken the name. How can taking somebody's name just correct everything? Palpatine is one at the end of the day. All the Skywalker's are dead, and his bloodline is now taking the name. Brilliant! That's, well, that's he, a great. Ending. He's
1: not wrong. I mean, you you know there is a a through line. I mean, we could discuss the how good the prequels are, but you know there is a through line for the Skywalker saga in one, two, and three that does lead into four, five, and six. You can see. Hmm. You know this arc, and it feels yeah correct and complete. Seven, eight, nine does feel like a tactile epilogue, with people you don't know about, you don't care about, have really nothing mm-hmm. to do, and the ones that you do care about, they treat like shit. So, yeah, these these they they were chapters that needed to be made. They need to be made at right after the prequels or before then. When the maybe in the '90s when they were still young enough, you know, should have done something like the Thrawn trilogy or something that felt more like the seven, eight, nine. Yes.
3: Eight.
0: Oh,
1: but I mean, you know, again, I, once they aged them, out, you should have just let it go.
2: Well, nope, nope.
1: well aren't we supposed to be getting thrown in the Ahsoka show? Yeah. Well, he was he was something. in Rebels, so he's now a part of canon, and I guess they're going to do an ahsoka but it's not going to be yeah i wish they would do it just call it legends say it's not canon or whatever we just wanted to adapt the thron trilogy as is yeah. and just make it happen Do it as a cgi cartoon that's fine um no i can't i can't watch it oh, if you I, do it I, if you do, do it i mean you don't have to do it like team clone team. wars you could do it like re- you know really good animation i don't have a problem with that
2: I can't get into the cartoons, either, George. I've tried, and like I said, I've got four sons. So if anyone, if anyone's tried, it's me. I've sat through and tried watching them. I just can't get into them. I like the Clone Wars a lot. I can hear my son up there moaning, groaning now because he he says they're excellent. But
0: (laughs) well, he's right. I've heard I've I've heard they're good, but I'd like to say they're better than
1: uh, any of the live action shit that's come out in the last six years. But
0: it's the beginning of each episode battle is fighting across and thingy and R2-D2 yeah. it's just kind of
2: uh, it just yeah it, that uh,
0: put me off as well I, I think I'm gonna have to-